Well, hello. Welcome. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. You are now tuning in to This Life is a Process of Learning. I am Diana Stiles, and I am here to guide you. Well, guys, I know that I have been away, but have I? I've always been here. We've always been here. And do I have to say it? Of course, you are tuning into This Life is a Process of Learning. I am Diana Stiles, and I am here to guide you. So today, um, I want to talk about this book. Recently, someone brought a book to my attention, and they just kind of put it out there on their social media platform. And I saw the title, and I was like, oh, I need to read that. So the title of the book is, As a Man Thanketh, So He Is. So of course, let them marinate, let it sink in. You guys should know the rest. Go grab your drink, your coffee, grab whatever you need to prepare for this podcast. I hope you guys are ready. I've been away too long, so I am ready to drop some gems. Let's get it. So, as you were listening to the introduction for this episode, I informed you guys that it was laid upon my heart to tap into reading this book. And the title, as you may or may not have heard, is, As a Man Thinketh, So He Is. So, honestly, I added the So He Is part because I went through this one group um, quick little story. I went through this group that was meant for, um, felons or offenders. And I just kind of went through it because I enjoyed the way that it challenged my mind, you know? Um, and the man, he said, as a man thinketh, so he is. So that's where I got the, so he is part from, but the name of the book is as a man thinketh written by James Allen. If you have not tapped into it, I definitely recommend it. So let me start it off by reading this page. This this part right here. Let this sit for a little bit. Out of a clean heart comes a clean life, a clean body. (laughs) One more time. Out of a clean heart comes a clean life and a clean body. So my people, as you sit and you repeat that, well, what does it mean to you? Your perspective may be different from mine, but this is what it means to me. The title of the book is called, As a Man Thinketh. So say this, for example, Say if you're someone who is constantly beating yourself up about the way that you look, about where you work, about the car that you drive, about your current situation, whether you're, you know, being provided certain funds from the government, 
you're receiving EBT and all of this stuff, and you just feel like you're different from someone you may work with. So you may be calling yourself poor, you may call yourself ugly, and just all of these negative things. So, of course, when you step into the mirror or, or when someone's trying to get your attention and they may take an interest in trying to date you or something, you immediately think, no, I am broke. No, I am ugly. No, I am all of these things without even giving yourself a chance because as a man thinketh, so he is. So, of course, your thoughts are everything. Just as everyone says, when you speak, manifestation, you know, be selective with your word choice. Those things are real because once you put it out there, you can't get it back because the thought has already surfaced. And of course, you already put the words out there. But how do you get through that? Well, of course, you have to make some changes. You have to change the way you think. Just the way you have to. If you want a, a better body, you have to change the way you eat. It's all about adjusting to the things that you want. Because as a man thinketh, so he is. For example, let me see where I can go with this. I'm just vibing to... Uh, mm, mm. These, in <laughs> these instrumentals here are sound different. But um, let me see. As a man thinketh, so he is. I already kind of gave you guys a little bit of insight, but I want to come up with a, a great example for you guys to really feel what I am saying. Okay, so let's do this. Take someone um, that you may have attended school with. You know, back, I'll say around 2005, I think I was in fifth grade, and um, I knew that there were different levels of classes you know what i mean um and i would not refer to the special ed classes or maybe i would but some people were at a different level um when it when it came to what speaking communication or even you know when it came to math and all of that so they needed some extra assistance so take someone who had to take these classes right and all through elementary, middle school, and high school, they took these classes, and everyone's referring to them as, you know, special ed. But of course, these aren't kids who really have a disability. Um, they were just put into these classes because they were at a different learning level than what the norm was, whatever normal is. You guys know I dislike that. But anyways, take this person, and as this person grows up and they begin to enter different courses and they may now be at a higher level, but in the back of their head, it may or may not be those thoughts of like, uh, I was in these, you know, these special classes. Can I do this? Am I able to overcome what people have kind of filled my head up with for years that I kind of had this learning disability or however you want to refer to it as? And it's like, well, you start to second guess what you bring to the table because of what people had fed you for years. So as a man thinketh, so he is. So of course it would be difficult for someone to try to adjust to taking higher level courses when they are capable. 
You are capable of doing anything you put your mind to. You have to tell yourself that. You have to remind yourself that you are. But you guys aren't ready for that conversation. Some of you may be. Shout out to you if you are. But anyways, so you aren't ready for these courses. Because you are so caught up in what people fed you with from years ago. So the point of that is. Sometimes we block our next blessing because we are so clouded by the ideas and the thoughts that we have fed ourselves. You know, I spoke on, you know, being called ugly and all of that. And you have to think about that, too. Someone who's been called ugly by peers, by a friend or anyone that bullied them probably at a younger age. And these are those, you know, traumatic events we speak about. Those things stick with you. People do not understand the power of the tongue, your thoughts, your mind. Certain things stick with you. So if you constantly have somebody telling you you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly. That's just like Seely. Massive, you know, the way he treated her. And for my people out there, you've seen Color Purple. You know what I'm referring to. Those things stuck with her. Those things will stick with you. But... If you fall into the idea of what people are trying to make you out to be, then your thoughts begin to become your reality. Because as a man thinketh, so he is. You know what I mean? That's just like, um, you know, I'm just flowing and rolling with examples here. That's like someone who wants to start playing a new sport. Let's use basketball. You're like, okay, look, I want to try this. Let me do this. And it's like when you try it, you have someone on the team, the coach, or someone tell you, like, you will never amount to anything. You're not talented. You should go and try something else. So, of course, when someone tells you that and you feel discouraged, if you feed into what they are making you out to be, that's will you. That's what you will be because you are allowing those words, those thoughts to enter your inner matrix. So now you believe that you're just the worst basketball player and that you should never pick up a basketball ever again because of what these people said to you. Why do we do that? We honestly live in a world where so many of us allow other people to dictate the way that we move. We easily become discouraged and frustrated because we allow people to say and do what they want to us and we buy into it. We buy into it. And you know, what you are getting out of that is nothing because you're letting those people really control what you have going on. Instead of just being like, okay, cool. Bro, you know, pushing it away, rubbing it off and moving forward and believing that you are like Michael Jordan. Forget what they're saying, because people will always talk. 
But it's up to you. Are you going to allow these people around you to continue to put you on such a low, 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 low pedestal? Are you? See, what people do not understand is the effects of thoughts on the body and health can really harm you in many ways because if you are not taking control of the thoughts and the things that you are putting out there especially when they are negative thoughts then what happens well you're uh, you're, you know what I'm saying you're having a breakdown you're down and out and down bad for three or four days and don't get it confused I've seen things when people are like, oh, don't force positivity. Don't, And I'm not forcing positivity whatsoever. I honestly think it's important for you to address whatever that negative thought may be because how will you ever learn from it or move on from it if you don't acknowledge it? So I'm not saying don't acknowledge certain negative thoughts, especially when you have a plan to be like, okay, well, that's what was done. I'm going to move forward. But do not let that negative thought that being called ugly, that being labeled as the worst basketball player become your reality just because the next person to you said so. You know, I remember when I was 18 and I received my first DUI. Well, my first and only DUI. Don't get it twisted. First and only. And this was my first time ever being arrested and I had to stay overnight um, because I went in on a Sunday. I was there for like 12, 14 hours. And it was just nuts because his, here I was, this teenage girl. And I always told myself, like, oh, I would never go to jail. But, you know, of course, I put myself in a position drinking, chilling with some friends and ended up where I ended up. But you guys have heard this story before if you've listened to my other episodes. But the point of this example is after I was, you know, leaving to be released, I looked at one of the guards. And as I was collecting my belongings, we looked at each other. And I was just like, you know, I want to go to school for criminal justice and I will never come back here. And, you know, this officer said to me, you'll be back. Wow. <laughs> I will be back, right? See? That stuck with me, guys. It stuck with me, but not in the way to where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to just send myself right back there. This officer is right. I am going to amount to nothing because honestly, to me, that's what this officer was saying. This guard was saying. They didn't use those exact words, but for you to tell me, oh, you will be back. To me, it was just like a smack in the face. Like, oh, you expect for me to reoffend. You expect for me to, to continue to commit crimes. But I didn't make that my reality. I took it for what it was and what they said, because that's your opinion. Everybody's obligated to think what they want in this world. But do you think I went back? Oh, no, honey. I do not drink and drive. I do not do that because why? I will not go back. 
See, for that to stick with me, it's a difference. Because as a man thinker, so he is. So during that time, I was just like, no, you're wrong. You're completely wrong. I will never. And I said what I said. I would never go back for something like that. That is not my reality just because that person said so. I didn't continue to feed that into my soul or I didn't continue to speak that into existence because I will not go back. I'm saying what I'm saying. You feel me? So, of course, if I would have reacted differently and just continue to tell myself, like, oh, my gosh, he's right. Like, I am going to go back. And I started... That's like leaving, being released, and I go drink, and I get right behind the wheel again. That's a smack in the face, because what am I asking for? At that point, I'm asking to be pulled over again. Just send me back. Throw away the key. No. Not Deanna. It will not be me. So, the point of this podcast is to let you know how important your thoughts are. You guys have to be aware of how easy it is to, con- you can do it too. You can be your own worst enemy. You are your biggest competitor. Because if you are sitting somewhere and let's see, you continue to tell yourself like, so you missed a payment on a bill or something you're just in there like oh my gosh like i am never going to pay this bill i'm never going to amount to anything and uh, you're building up all these negative thoughts so then you can just easily just fall into the idea of being exactly what you are thinking because you've continued to repeat exactly that so at that point then that's what you're going to be If you tell yourself you're going to be a failure, then, hey, you just may be a failure. If you tell yourself that you are not deserving of a husband, then you may not ever get married because you already haven't made up in your mind that you will not ever find a husband or find the right one. So as life goes on, who knows? The right person may enter your life, but because you're so, you know, caught up into your thoughts of what your reality may be. You may block that person from being your biggest blessing because you're so caught up in what you've already convinced yourself to be alone. That's just like, I know there was a point in my life when I would sit up and be like, oh, I want to be single forever. Oh, I want to be single forever. And uh, I mean, during that time, that's what I wanted to be was single forever. It was not because I didn't have people interested and wanted to make me not single it was because i was telling myself that's what i wanted because as a man thinketh so he is guys are you feeling me here these things are real there are so many things people are blind to in society today you have to step outside of that box why does everyone want to be put into that box because your reality honestly is it your reality or are you living your life for other people are you doing what you want to do right now Or are you doing something because someone else told you it wasn't right or someone else told you it wasn't wrong? Like, come on now. Come on. You know, there were so many things that I went through growing up. And if I would have let those things 
really marinate in my soul and just take control over me, I would not be in the position that I am in today. And honestly, this is just the beginning for me. I am just tapping into all of this stuff and I do not want to feel like I'm trying to rush you into stepping into another part of your life that you may not be prepared for. Everyone enters different stages of life at different times. You know, and that's because our book has already been written. It's just up to us to really trust in the book. But it's up to us. And that's why we can't fall into letting other people kind of just cloud our our minds or letting you, letting you prevent you from achieving that goal. You know, we all are capable of doing something in this lifetime. And your something may be different than your neighbors, than your cousin, sister, brother. But we are all destined for something. But sometimes we are just not willing to allow that to happen. Sometimes we are even just defiant. We're like, oh, nope, shields up. Not ready for that. I am going to go do this instead. And then you're trying to build yourself back up. And then you're back on a plateau. Come on now. We have to get it together. You know what I mean? So another thing. While we're on this topic. As a man thinketh. Are you aware that your thoughts influence your purpose? What is your purpose? What are you wanting to achieve and conquer in this lifetime? Well, you can't really achieve your purpose if you're constantly telling yourself that you will never fulfill what you are destined for. Oh, I cannot do this. Oh, this is just, man, I'm sick of, oh, this is not it. Oh, nope. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You cannot fulfill the purpose if you're already thinking that it will never happen. Because as a man, (laughs) you get me here. People also don't understand that your thoughts influence your achievements. Well, that's the same as like trying to fulfill your purpose. That's just like I graduated high school and I didn't think that I would ever go to college. But I finally entered a point to where I was like, look, if I cannot go to Division One to play basketball because I messed around in school, I will settle for a JUCO. And don't you know, I was about to go to a school that was zero and what was the record? Like zero and 20. But at that point, I didn't care. I'm just like, I want to play basketball. If it's going to take care of some of my school and cool, I'll go. But at that point, when I was finally ready to be like, okay, cool, I'm ready to enter the next chapter. And I got rid of all those negative thoughts and I was ready. Coach Cooper from Lake Michigan contacted me. And it wasn't even because of someone at my school. It was because of someone else at a different school that we played. And Coach Coop and that team that year of 2000, I believe it was 2012, they made it to the national tournaments. They were runner up from being national champions. And here he was calling me. Junior college or not, loved it, don't care. But that's the point. 
once I got rid of those negative thoughts and I was open to receiving whatever was destined for Diana, this blessing came my way. And look what happened after that. I went there for two years and I played the best basketball of my life. Met some great people. Got ahead of my academics to go on to, com- you know, compete competitively. You know, playing basketball for the next two years collegiately at a Division II NCAA school. And then I graduated with my bachelor's degree. Now, if I would have fallen into what that officer said to me, oh, you'll be back. Or if I would have paid attention to the things like, oh, I didn't do well in school. I'm going to be a failure. I cannot go to college. If I would have played deeper into those things, then that would be my reality right now. I would not be sitting here saying that I graduated college. I would not be sitting here saying that I played four years of collegiate basketball with a low GPA in high school. Partying, drinking all the time. And look at me now. I knew, I knew once I entered junior college, I am a damn good basketball player. I am destined for greatness. I am loving this chapter of my life. What's next to come in this chapter? I cannot fall fall and, and be the victim to my thoughts and let my negative thoughts take over me because I knew that my story had been written, but it was up to me to grasp onto the things that the higher source were putting into perspective for me. And I knew those things with that officer. I knew it wasn't that. I knew it was more planned to, to my life than going in and out of jail. And that's why even now I'm learning um, how to be selective with my words because as a man thinks is one thing, but as a man speaks is another. People do not understand the power of this tongue right here. The tongue is very powerful. That's why you have to sometimes cut back when you're at work and you're ready to cut your supervisor out because once it come out, <laughs> you can't take it back, honey. So that's just like if I speak it into existence that I will not do so and so and so and so and I will not do. Of course, I will not do it. I just said I will not do it. So let's replace those words with like if and but. Let's replace those words with different things. So let's play around with this. So we can say, what is your plan for five, from five years from now? Uh, um, well, I, I, I think that I will be successful. Oh, no, you don't. Because the whole, I will think that I, I may or may not be successful. That's you already saying that you are unsure if you will be successful. So we need to be like, I will be successful. I am successful. We have to be mindful of the words that we use. Because once you put it out there, there is no getting it back. That's just like sometimes when you share 
certain secrets and certain things with people around you, once you put it out there and they get a hold of it, it's almost it's like playing the game of telephone. You might as well just be ready to just it's better off sometimes instead of just going to your friend and going off to somebody else. Just grab a damn megaphone and just go yell it out in the parking lot because chances are if you can fight in a friend or someone anyways, it's going to get out there regardless. Hell, it just happened to me recently. I confided in people and I expected them not to repeat or say anything. And what the hell did they do? They weren't told anyways. So what was the point? But it was a lesson for me, though. It was a lesson for me. And you know what's crazy? When I was thinking about it, I'm like, should I confide in him and let him know? And at that point, as the man think of so, he is. And I had already told myself, like, I, I knew what the consequence was going to be after I opened up and said what I said. So that's my bad. I took an L. I'll take that L. L's up. I took that L. But, hey, for whatever reason that happened, I needed that lesson to happen to prepare me for what's to come in the future. Because if that didn't happen, then I would make the same mistake probably 20 more times. But now I know. Now, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I definitely know. So, yeah. As in, read this book. Read this book. It is just very influential. And it definitely like put things into a different perspective for me, honestly, as I'm on this current journey of loving life. Because this life is a process of learning. So let's end this with this. There can be no progress, no achievement without sacrifice. <laughs> so what does that mean? Well, if you are one of those people out there who are clouding your mind with these negative thoughts or you're telling yourself you will never amount to anything or you're telling yourself you will never be happy or you're telling yourself you will never meet that person that's meant for you or you're telling yourself you will never touch a million dollars, then you'll be that person that will never see progress or no achievement. Because why? You aren't willing to sacrifice those thoughts that you convinced yourself of to be able to enter your next chapter. So I'm hoping during this episode that you learn some tools, that the examples are useful, and that you will feel better about changing. Because there's nothing wrong with changing. Time is changing right now. The world is changing right now. A diaper is being changed right now. There's nothing wrong with that. So, of course, you guys know I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling blessed. And do not think that I am doing this because I feel like I am just whatever. I am whatever. I don't care what you think. We're going to be great. We're going to achieve. We will be successful. So, thank you for tuning in. This was This Life is a Process of Learning came out.